Humans, 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 welcome to the Sydney Hollis Show. Welcome to the first show after the Super Bowl. This is always a big one around here. Humans, the earliest you can hear this is Friday, February 16th. I'm recording on Thursday the 15th. Welcome to the Sydney Hollis Show. We got a lot to get done today. So, you know, the pace, baby. The pace, the pace, the pace. Okay? We're going high tempo. Not quite my tempo. We're going high tempo. Humans, we're going to talk some Super Bowl. You know, specifically the ads, right? We knew that was coming. We're going to talk some ads. Of course, what one heck of a game, a historic game. We're going to talk a few ads. I got some things on my mind. <coughs> we're going to talk some ads. And two in particular. Now... We've got this new Billy Joel song that came out. I've been feeling one way, I've been feeling the other way. It's filet of fish season. It's filet of fish season. Some people would say, now again, I'm recording this on Thursday the 15th, early as you can hear it, it's Friday the 16th. But for me, right now, sitting in this chair, some people would say yesterday was Ash Wednesday. I'd say it's filet of fish eve. We are in the beginning of filet fish season. Will there be fish sandwich wars this year? I haven't seen much evidence. I had the tiniest, 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 little tiny, little teeny tiny banner ad for a, for a filet fish on one of my apps today. It may have been the ESPN app. Uh... <laughs> I've not seen much, much angling towards filet of fish season yet uh, this year. And, heck, for just a little bit, let's wade into those waters that are the Waste Management Phoenix Open and whatever else they call the other uh, tournaments there that tend to be sponsored by Waste Management. Let's wade into those waters a little bit. And humans, the listener line. We've not heard from the listener line in a bit. Now, one... I, I took a few weeks off from the show. Two, I, you know, here's how you know I'm a developed person, humans. Here's how you know I'm a stand-up guy. It's because it, it, it takes that kind of a person to admit when they've made a mistake. And humans, forever I've used the native mail app. <laughs> That's M A I L. Don't worry. I, <laughs> there's a whole different native <laughs> mail app, M-A-L-E, and I have that too. Uh, but humans, I've always used the native mail app, M-A-I-L, to um, to scan the listener line to see if there been see if there has been any submissions. But recently, I found myself, you know, the city. I'll tell you, humans. I said it once. It's a hard place to live. It's a hard place to live. It can be a rewarding place to live, but it's a hard place to live. And it's it's fast-paced. And I'm sure your lives are fast-paced wherever you live. But I since, since the beginning of January, I like had my regular email going to the uh, the native mail app on the iPhone. <laughs> Again... Mail being, you know, that word associated with postage and receiving packages. <laughs> um, <laughs> boy, I, I, humans, I gotta be honest. I'm a little, I might sound like I'm under the influence of cannabis. I assure you I'm not. Uh, it's just been a long week and I got back into yoga just the other day after having been off for some time. And I picked up the dumbbells after having been off for some time. And I'm feeling it. I'm a little punchy. I'm a little punchy, but I'm having a great time. So humans, I had my personal email also being uh, pushed to the native mail app on my on my smartphone, on my Apple iPhone, so that I could do attachments and things more easily in this fast-paced town for some things I had going on. And, uh, and 
it threw off the count because I have like thousands of unread emails in my personal email. But the listener line, I, 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 get, I get down to inbox zero, you know? Inbox zero. Inbox zero. Just what a what a term. What a what a mantra. What a you know. There's people out there that probably have their personal inboxes here. I I don't have any interest. Work inbox inbox zero. Listener line because this is this is my favorite job. Inbox zero. The rest of life, no fucking way, dude. You should see the snail mail that's piled up around this room in various places. Anyway, the point is, the little red alert you get on the mail app, on the native mail app, uh, instead of saying like, two, three, nothing there, one. It was like 5,000 and something. And I just like forgot, and I was like, oh, right, yeah, this is meaningless. And I forgot, well, then I need to actually dive in to the listener line and check. So long way of saying, there's some stuff that's been in the listener line for a little bit, listener line for a little bit and um, I wasn't ignoring you. I, I just, my system failed me. Well, re- really, I failed my system. I had a system. It worked fine. And then I, you know tinkered with it I didn't have a system of checks and balances so we're gonna and here I am rambling on and on and on laughing about native male and native male (laughs) and we have an incredible amount of things to cover I shouldn't be I just what did I say at the top here we go baby and here I am just rambling on, making myself laugh, repeating the same thing over and over again, talking slow. So we'll see what happens. Because there's, you know, I've got this plan, but also the, the, the body wants different things. And who am I to deny my body anything it wants, humans? All right, so the, so the humans. So humans, let's talk about it. Freaking mass shooting. At the Super Bowl parade, and you know, what can we do besides demand that if our politicians want to get elected, they're going to like start having a plan and start having a real stance? Like, everyone's just afraid to take a real stance on this because they're afraid they won't get elected, and then they're afraid to do something in Congress because they're afraid they won't get reelected or. Something I don't I don't freaking know, and of course I know we're all terrified. Well, I would assume if you listen to this, who knows? I think a lot of us are, you know. Well, geez, we just can't let Trump win again. So God, I don't want to open that can of worms about like caring if my politicians care about guns because geez, I just don't want Trump to get elected again. Well, don't no freaking time like the president, man. No freaking time like the president. Who the Free cares. Let's start demanding that our politicians speak up about gun control, like when they're trying to get elected. I just don't hear it. I don't hear it. People shy away from it. Oh man, it's so complicated. God, it's a complicated issue. It doesn't seem like that complicated to me. These things are weapons of death. There's nothing complicated about it. And here we are thinking, my God, we got lucky on this one, didn't we? Well, only 23 people got shot and only one died. Pretty good. You know, humans, as far as a mass shooting goes, pretty good. Pretty good. High marks, America. High marks. Only one death. Uh, you know, and, and I was looking forward to checking the clips to see if Travis Kelsey... <coughs> Taylor Swift's boyfriend did anything crazy or said anything funny. Of course, is I don't find I don't actually think the guy's funny. I do think that when his brother was in the Philadelphia Philadelphia Eagles Super Bowl parade years back and he dressed like a mummer, I thought he was funny. Maybe he's the funny brother. 
But I was still curious to see what Travis Kelsey had to say at the Super Bowl parade yesterday. But did I watch any f- clips? No. No. Because, once again, mass shooting. So, you know, there's, there's not much we can do about it right now. With a cowardly approach. There's just not much we can do about it right now. Uh, but, I mean, I guess we just, Right? Hey, man, if you want me to vote for you, you need to start saying what's up. Oh, well, I tend to lean liberal. Well, it doesn't mean I'm just going to vote on a party line ticket, man. I might I might just not vote for you if you don't freaking say your stance on gun violence and, and what you would do about it. It's crazy, man. Anyway, um... Just like everyone, not everyone else, but just like everyone else, on to the next. I mean, it's so crazy, dude. Literally, I'm like watching YouTube to find one of the one or two of the commercials I'm, I'm going to talk about today, and I'm getting ads for like you know the Sandy Hook Foundation for Sandy Hook uh, school shooting, and those are like on my YouTube quite a bit. But I'm like, wow, how poignant, how poignant. Anyway, I know I'm preaching to the choir here, humans. I would think. I would think. Uh, If you have any ideas about that, share it. Why not? We're a forum. We're a community. We exchange ideas all the time. Sometimes, most of the time, they have a humorous bend. But if you've got something to say, let's say it. Because this does happen all the time. It's terrifying. I don't have kids. You know, I worry about my own my own family, but I don't have children. I can only imagine if you're a parent what it's like when you hear about these things. Anyway, if you feel like it, let me know. Listen to the line at cityhallshow.com. Let's demand more of our public officials when they're campaigning. Come out and say it. You know, it might turn out that it's not this complicated issue everyone hides behind. It might It, it may turn out that people are like, yeah, like by and large, besides gun nuts, we're all fed up. Right? <sighs> anyway, now that that uncomfortable topic's out of the way, let's rewind to a time. You know, what, this was, that, that happened on a Wednesday the 14th? Man, ah. Oh. On Valentine's Day, too. <laughs> to quote Bill Murray and Ghostbusters, too. Bummer. Uh, so, humans, the Super Bowl. Great game. One heck of a game. So much fun to watch. It had everything. The most viewed television program ever. Ever. More than watch the moon landing. <laughs> Uh, that's kind of cool. I mean, I think, I think, you know, once the Swifties were involved, we wondered, we wondered, but it's been confirmed. And your boy over here watched it on an antenna. I watched it through the air, you know. You know, if you streamed, there's, there's pretty hard, hard, fast data that you streamed it. If you're like a regular, regular coax cable person, does that even exist anymore? Is it all kind of half internet, half coax? Then I guess they guess a little bit. And then, for the antenna people like me, they have to guess a little bit. You know, I'm, I didn't fill out a Nielsen thing. So I'm part of some, you know, some kind of statistics where they, they've determined that if they survey this many people, then it must mean I watched it. I did watch it. I'm here saying I watched it, but no one knows for sure I watched the game. Besides me. On my antenna television. But I'll tell you, that feed's up to date. That feed is up to date. It's not that, you know, 30-second delay. You know, don't you hate, like, when there's a really close game, I'm like, shit, if my friends are, like, even 15 seconds ahead of me in their feed, they might text me. I've got to put my phone across the room, which is probably for the best anyway, right? Like, we'd rather be, I'd rather watch the game than think I was, like, texting about watching the game and then missing some part of the game. But now, in my case... 
I'm watching through the air, baby. I'm watching through the antenna. That feed is up to date. Okay. We're going to get to the commercials, but I, I want us to take one step back before we get to the Super Bowl commercials. We've already covered the Super Bowl shootings. Uh, the new Billy Joel song. Turn the lights back on. I just listened to it all the way through for the very first time while I was setting up for the pod tonight. And you know me, humans. I'm a classic rock guy. You know, I listen to Bruce. I listen to Billy. I listen to Elton. I listen to the Eagles. I listen to Foreigner. I listen to... Pure Prairie League. I listened to Jim Croce. So, it's not that crazy, you know, if you're listening to these type stations on, in my case, Spotify, over and over again. They mix it up. And let's use Billy Joel as an example. You know, it might not be that crazy to think they'll toss River of Dreams in even though kind of everything else I'm listening to is from, you know, before the 1980s. I can see the jump, I guess. You know, maybe, maybe some wings finds its way in there. I, Which is not as, you know, what, River of Dreams was 90. I'm just going to throw out a number there. I'm going to say 94. 94-ish, late 93. Anyway, uh... I guess that happens. I guess that happens if a song has a certain sound or is by someone. or They, they may they may jump you around a little bit when you're streaming. But this last freaking week, I'm like listening to my typical tunes. I was on a Bruce kick for the last week, a heavy Bruce kick. So I'd listen to an album, and then you know, the album finishes, and then... Spotify just keeps playing stuff of the like, of the ilk. And the next thing you know, the new Billy Joel starts. Turn the lights back on. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't want to jump from like 1978 to 2024. I just really don't. And it just makes me annoyed. I'm like, you know, I guess this is the new way of marketing music. I mean, I'm someone that's been to a Billy Joel concert. I like Billy Joel music. I'll even say I love Billy Joel music. But I I just, like, I've got a vibe going. And then I just feel like I'm being marketed to. Like I'm being tricked. It's like, let's just sneak this in on him and see if he even notices. Well, I noticed. Dude. Daniel Eck of Spotify if he's even still the CEO I'm not sure I'm not going to look it up Uh, I freaking noticed man and I was all burned up about it last Saturday and I was like thinking about it and I was like well maybe I'm being a little hard on the streamers you know I guess like classic rock stations even though they're playing like all stuff, you know, 70s. I mean, now, of course, there's some Nirvana and Chili Peppers that make, and Pearl Jam and stuff that make their way onto those stations. But let's just say, we're talking pure classic rock here. You know, late, late 60s, early 70s, all the 70s, maybe some early 80s, whatever. And then they might stay on the state. They might stay on the station. And, uh, you know, right after the lunch hour, we're going to play the new Billy Joel song. They'll almost tell you about it. They'll mention it. They're saying they're going to slightly get away from what they normally play, but it's still kind of in the wheelhouse because it's an artist that you know and love. I feel like they'll warn you about something like that. They don't just sneak it in. But I was like, okay, I guess I'm feeling forgiving. I guess I can picture this happening on the radio. I think I can, at least. Well, humans, like I said, I was all fired up about this on Saturday. And wouldn't you know, last Saturday, I had a rare Saturday dentist appointment. I didn't even know my dentist was open on Saturdays. I didn't know any dentist was open on Saturdays. And then I was like, 
needing to reschedule my appointment. And they were like, well, we have a Saturday. And I was like, you guys are open on Saturdays? Like, yeah, once a month. I was like, incredible. I mean, I don't want to waste a Saturday with an appointment, but came with, with all the pneumonia that I had recently, I really didn't want to have to like bail on work early to get to like the latest possible appointment. And, you know, I just, what can I say? <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> I have a conscience. <laughs> and so it worked out. It worked out. But I'm sitting and, you know, humans, you just wouldn't believe it. You know what I mean? You wouldn't believe it. But my dentist office plays Light FM 107, 106.7 right here in New York City. And you say to yourself, like, that's a joke. I mean, if you saw that in a TV show, you'd be like, sure, they play soft rock in the dentist's office. And it's like, they do. I heard it while I was waiting to go in for my appointment. I heard it while I was getting my cleaning. In between chatting with the hygienist, of course. I didn't really hear it when the dentist was in there because we talked, like, nonstop the entire time. He had 50 on the Chiefs. Congratulations, Dr. C. And, uh, which does make you wonder, right? I hope my dentist isn't too much of a gambler. Uh, but again, congrats, Dr. C. He said he had 50 on the Chiefs and he got the two points. Um, and I had a few bucks on the Chiefs and I took the two points, human. So, so, you know, we had that in common on Sunday night. He didn't know that because I hadn't placed my bet yet at that time. Uh, so I did not, I couldn't pick up on the radio while I was talking to Dr. C. <laughs> and he was, I've only been going to this dentist for like a year and a half. Uh, <laughs> and I didn't know they called him Dr. C until this time. And I, cause his, you know, last name starts with C and it's much longer, but I got a real kick out of that. So anyway, um, then on the way out, rescheduling, you know, my next appointment for August ish, I was like, Oh, there's light FM again. And I swear to you, humans, between like getting my little reminder card that says when my appoint my next appointment is, and like putting it in my wallet, and then like pulling my pullover on so I could be toasty when I went out into the February air, I heard the Billy Joel. <laughs> I heard the Billy Joel song start. Now, Light FM in New York, it doesn't just play like 70 soft rock. Yeah, it'll play modern soft rock too. But I was like, well, okay. I guess this song is just getting played everywhere. But I don't know. It still just burns me up that they're like wedging it into my my listening, which I'm like, it just, it stands out. And I don't like it. And, you know. It, 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 it gave me an idea for something coming soon, humans. But I, I'm not, I don't want to reveal it yet until it's a fully formed idea. Can you bear with me? Will you keep tuning in every Friday? Thank you. But I am fired up. Turn the lights back on. I finally listened to it. Now, at, I used to work at a very, very upscale hotel that was frequented by many, many celebrities. Billy Joel was one. I saw Joel there. I saw the roll, two of the Rolling Stones there. Keith Richards and... <laughs> God, try... this is how tired I am. I can't think of the name Mick Jagger right out of the right out of the gate. Humans, among 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 many others. But one of Billy Joel's ex-wives used to stay there. Katie Lee, nice person, nice person, made me feel warm inside. I was always thought, well. Who knows? Maybe we have a chance. But she's married with a child now. She's on the Food Network. But one heck of a person. Very, very personable. Very nice. And uh, once told me about a secret surfing spot and said, keep it a secret. And I have and I will. But I couldn't help but thinking, is he, is he singing a song about Katie Lee? Couldn't help but thinking that, humans. Do you have any experience with Turn the Lights Back On, the new Billy Joel song? <laughs> All right, humans, the Super Bowl ads. There's, of course, there's a bunch. And there's two that really bugged me. There's two that really bugged me. 
one. And I don't know if they bugged me or made me happy, you know? But they got me. Let's start with the first one. Pizza Hut. And now this was on in the days leading up to the game and the hours leading up to the game. I don't know if this commercial was on during the game, but it was certainly on, like, all day leading up to the game. And, and maybe it was on during the game. Pizza Hut now has a hot honey pizza. They say it's for a limited time, but you know how these things go. They say that so that they can discontinue it if no one wants it. Um, they have a hot honey pepperoni pizza. Well, humans, the hot, hep, hot honey pepperoni pizza, to the best of my knowledge, was invented right here in Greenpoint, Brooklyn, in like 2010. Well, Sid, I'm sure someone put hot honey on a pizza, pepperoni pizza before that. I'm not sure of that. I'm not sure of that. But there's a pizza restaurant in Greenpoint, Brooklyn called Pauly G's. And they have a sit-down restaurant. And in about 2018-ish, they opened a slice shop, which is a whole different place. The sit-down restaurant, there's no takeout. There's no to-go. You just have to sit in there and order a pie and, and you know have a dining experience. And then eventually they open the slice shop, I, I, I suppose, to fill that need. And at this place, they have a slice called the Hellboy. And it's pepperoni with Mike's Hot Honey on it. Yes, the brand of Mike's Hot Honey. And uh, friend of the pod, I don't think you'll mind me saying this, friend of the pod, Brad Howe, my podcast partner from when I used to have a different podcast called The Lick with Brad, he worked at Polly G Slice Shop. He made those Hellboy slices. I've seen him drizzle Mike's hot honey onto a wedge of bread, cheese, sauce, and meat. Now it's made its way to Pizza Hut. Like I'd seen in recent years, other mom and pops that have a hot honey slice. And they, I think a lot of them would use Mike's Hot Honey. But if you go to Mike's Hot Honey, if you go to their website, they have recipes. And they have a recipe for the Pauly G Hellboy Slice. Now whatever, something catches on and catches on. Sid, you didn't have an issue with the mom and pops doing it? I, I don't know. I didn't... Yeah, I guess I was already like been there and done that when I think it was the original. But and again, I I think this was the original. But this isn't to be a humble brag. This is just a bitch about corporations, humans. Uh, what are they going to do with it? You know, how are they going to wreck this thing? Something gets into the hands of the corporations and they find a way to ruin it. Now, I don't know how they somehow this scares me, but I don't know why. Pauly G is going to keep doing his thing. He's going to keep having his Hellboy slices with the tiny little pepperonis that sort of crisp up on the edges. And they're going to keep drizzling the Mike's Hot Honey on there. And apparently, I just learned this today when I was researching this, just a touch. On their menu, they have the little R with the circle around it next to the Hellboy. I guess they registered the name of the slice. (laughs) But... I wanted to make sure I was right about Pizza Hut having this offering. And so I clicked on a Forbes magazine article, humans. And this quote really just chapped my ass, as I'm sure you can imagine. There's just a quote in here. Now, this is a Forbes article by Amber Love Bond. Pizza Hut launches hot honey pizza with a spicy new campaign. Blah, 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 blah. There's a quote in here. And this is from Rachel Entelec, the Chief Food Innovation Officer at Pizza Hut U.S. And this is the quote. As culinary innovators, we're excited to bring a bold and irresistible flavor experience to our menu with the nationwide introduction of hot honey. Internally, our team members have responded with overwhelming enthusiasm, making hot honey the most requested test item to date. Can we read the first three words of this quote again as culinary innovators you didn't innovate this best i could tell paulie g's in brooklyn did in greenpoint 
But even if they didn't, someone else did. And it was a long freaking time ago, man. Jeez, corporations, dude. Just aggravating. But you got to figure, right? Oh, and then there's another thing in here. They talk about... Uh, <laughs> I guess this is the person who wrote the article mentioning this. The use of the tiny crisp pepperoni cups adds not only a layer of texture, but they're also the ideal shape to hold the gooey deliciousness of the hot honey drizzle. It's like, dude... You're copying the freaking, I mean, they're copying it anyway, but you had to copy the tiny pepperonis too. You had to. Pizza Hut. Eh, too? Pizza Hut. Eh, too? <clears throat> anyway, I don't know. Something about it just pisses me right off. It makes me fearful. I mean, it's got to be made with shittier ingredients, right? We, I, would, I think we just assume a mom and pop's going to have great, fresh, nice, high-end, probably in some weird way, healthier ingredients. And then Pizza Hut, I mean, they're not using Mike's Hot Honey. They're just calling it Hot Honey. Do we trust the honey? Is it a real honey? Is it a honey product? Is this a honey product or is it a honey? Hmm. Anyway, Sid, this reeks of you just wanting to say you had this pizza before the rest of us did. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. I'm just, just mad at this corporation as I am and all of them. <laughs> and, they, and, and here's a little palate cleanser between the two. Here's a little. We're gonna get. We're getting to the other commercial humans. Here's a little palate cleanser between the two. The Bob Marley movie came out on Valentine's Day, and I've been stoked for a while. I've been telling my friends, my friends, all of my friends. I've been telling my co. I have no friends anymore, humans. I've been telling my coworkers, y'all, y'all. I'm gonna see that Bob Marley movie. Humans, I think you might know this, but if you don't, I re- I hate going to the movies. A lot. Not a lot, like I hate it a lot, but I hate it enough to not go that often. I've had in my life several five-year gaps of seeing a movie in the theater. In fact, the last movie I saw in the theater, I think, was The Irishman. So when was that out? 2019 or 2018, I I may have done it again. I've, I might have like my third five-year gap of going to the cinema under my belt. And that, I laugh at. But I was like, you know, I'd like to see the Bob Marley movie. I like all the tunes. I haven't been to the cinema in a while. And, you know, not for nothing, but I'm assuming there's going to be some marijuana use in this film. And I'd like to get high and go see it, you know? And then I'll listen to like Bob Marley music on the day or two preceding seeing it, and then I'll, of course, hear it in the film, and then I'll listen to it more. You know? Why not? I mean, the guy's a fascinating guy. I've watched the documentary or two on him, and uh, I'm excited. But then I got bummed out. Because an ad played, like, either right before the Super Bowl or during it, and they pointed out the movie's PG-13, and I'm just like, that's a freaking bummer, dude. I don't know the differences all the way of what can be in PG-13 and what can be in R. But I just assume I only want to see R movies. I, I want to think anything's possible. You know? I, I'm not going to this for the tits and ass. And, but now I assume there won't be any. And I didn't. I don't think I assumed there would be before, but now I know. Spoiler! You humans, you know I hate Spoilers! That's a spoiler. PG Knowing it's PG-13 means there's just certain things I'm not going to get. Apparently, you can only say the word... <laughs> you can only say the F word like once in a PG-13. So now I'll be distracted during the film waiting for that one. If there's one. If there is one. And then if I hear it once, then I'll think, well, are they going to say it a second time? Did I just click on something that was, you know, fake news? Anyway. I digress. So, humans, the other ad that got me a little worked up 
is this ad from Pluto? Pluto TV is like one of those apps, you know, where you can watch television. I guess it's like Tubi or something, uh, you know, where you can stream stuff for free. Anyway, let's give it a listen, shall we? See if you hear a familiar phrase. This here, this is Pluto TV country. Here on this farm, we grow couch potatoes. <laughs> couch potatoes grow big and strong here, fed with the finest content for Pluto TV. Thousands of TV shows and movies for free. You just open the app, something great will be on. I love Star Trek. Uh, I love romance, but I also love murder. I like romantic murders. SpongeBob SquarePants. Cats 24-7 channel. I love Ink Master. Pluto TV just gets me. I like anything where a hot person throws a glass of wine at another hot person. <laughs> We're living in a golden age of television. Looks like that Pluto TV romance channel's got those taters right in their feet. Got you too, huh? You just can't beat that type of on-screen chemistry. Well, this country was raised on TV. TV that was easy. TV that was free. Pluto TV is TV the way it's supposed to be. Couch Potatoes. You heard it here first. Sid does. Sid does. Humans. I've been yep, yep, yapping about Couch Potatoes for like eight months now. Just saying. I mean, I think I am one. I hope I'm not, but I might be. Then in the 80s. It was a bad thing to be someone that watched TV all day. Like it, you were, you were like a couch potato. You like you were a vegetable growing on the potato, on the potato, on the couch. <laughs> it was not glamorous. It was not good to watch TV all the time. <laughs> like you were just gonna get fat and rot. And now it's like, oh my god, did you watch all of Bridgerton in one weekend? Did you watch all of this? You know, it's like you come into work and you brag about how many seasons, how many years worth of television show. Oh, I watched three years worth of a television show this weekend. And it started out as something kind of funny. Like, I remember when binge watching was like relatively new. And I was like dating someone at the time. We were relatively new. And I was like. Yeah, why wouldn't we want to, like, grab a 12-pack and just eat, like, a pot brownie and watch television all day and, like, snack and snack and snack? Like, and it was sort of fun. It was, But it was almost fun because it was absurd. Like, can you believe we did this? But I didn't want to do it all the time. It was, like, an anomaly. It'd be like, I feel like if someone dragged me to Disney World, right? Like, if suddenly I just was whisked away to Disney World, I would make the most of it. And I would see some irony in it because I don't, I don't, I don't understand. I don't want to go to Disney World. I, it's not for me. It's not for me. <laughs> but I would enjoy some of it. And some of it would be irony. And some of it would be like, well, I may as well just lean really hard into this because it's absurd that I'm even here. That's the way I felt about my first few binge watches. And now here we are. It's totally normal. And I, I just do it all the time. I don't even think straight, straight about it. And, you know, to be a couch potato is just a term we don't even talk about anymore. And now, <sighs> I've been saying it for eight months, at least. And here Pluto TV is. I got to hand it to him. It's pretty funny. Because they're like, they're like making fun. I mean, it's like, it is. They want people to watch TV all day. And these people look so lazy dressed up as potatoes. So humans, as mad as I want to be about this just because, like, they did something that I've already talked about, I think it's a pretty funny ad. Because <laughs> it does make these people look like gross vegetables that just can't even move off their couch. And they just watch a lot of TV. And you do sound stupid when you talk about watching TV. Myself included. So I guess we'll clap at that. I do like how the one guy's like, I just want to watch a show where attractive people throw wine at other attractive people. 
like anything where a hot person throws a glass of wine at another hot person. I don't know what part of that makes me laugh, but something got me. And humans. Celebrities in advertisements. You know, I go on and on that Paul Giamatti is supposed to be one of the great actors of our time. And instead of playing Scrooge in like a movie or on a... On this big screen or the small screen or, or in person or whatever, he plays Scrooge in a Verizon ad. And that makes me that makes my heart hurt for some reason. And then I, I'm just like, well, Drew Barrymore's now. And I mean, you know, <laughs> Drew Barrymore, you know, from E.T. and The Wedding Singer, one of the great actors of our time, humans. But I'm just like now she's selling a freaking like far like a like a I don't know if it's a farm but it's a bingo game it's a bingo game on the iPhone and you just think like gosh if you're just I hate the word legacy because we should be able to do whatever the hell we want and it really doesn't matter how you're remembered it's it's are you happy with what you did so I guess I shouldn't beat up all these people because they're making their own choices but there's something about it and it just really broke my heart humans. That Carl Weathers, I'm assuming the last thing he acted in. Maybe not. Maybe he had something else. But I mean, let's just say possibly the last thing that Carl Weathers acted in was that dumb FanDuel commercial with Rob Gronkowski, a.k.a. Gronk. And then they do the little, like, we miss you, Carl, like tribute. Which almost felt surreal because it felt like, in a weird way, like it's almost like we mourned him when he died in Happy Gilmore. Like that felt more like a true, their tribute, FanDuel's tribute to the very recent passing of Carl Weathers. To me, felt more like some goof that's like spoofing. I know that's not what it was, but maybe it had those tones. It felt more like a goof that was spoofing Happy Gilmore. And his character Tubbs dying in Happy Gilmore, then it did feel, then it felt like a little in memoriam too, frankly. Apollo Creed, man. <sighs> right? The end of, is the end of Rocky 3? Yeah, the end of Rocky 3. When him and Rocky, him and Carl and Sly, are about to fight it out for that one last rematch. And Carl Weathers goes, Sly's like, you going to ring the bell? And Carl Weathers is like, dang, dang. And then they have that epic, epic scene that ends up being like an oil painting where the both of them wind up to throw a haymaker right at each other's heads. I mean, if, if the movie kept going from there, they'd both just be knocked out. They'd both just be instantly concussed, if not dead. Two prize fighters, dead. No witnesses. It's just, I mean, he's a hero. And to think that he was in that shitty ad. Hopefully he was in something else that's going to come out after this. And we can remember him. His last time on screen being that. Gosh, I hope so. We miss you, Carl. Love the man. Of course, Rocky. One, two, three. But Rocky one is, of course, the best. Um, well, of course, he was in four. We, we lost him in four, too. I mean, we've mourned this guy a few times in cinema. So, humans, here's what we're going to do. We're going to talk a little waste management. Phoenix. And the thing I have to say about that is just like, there's just something. It's like golf is already bro culture, but it's like fake refined bro culture. Some people are refined, but then some people aren't and they're just faking being refined. And then this is sort of, 
No, fuck it. We're just we're gonna get really hammered and watch golf. And I kind of had this note. <clears throat> I had this note for myself, like before. I don't know. I don't know if you guys keep up with golf in this way, but the waste management Phoenix golf tournaments uh, are known for being like hard party and crazy affairs. And the first day of this one, um, people were like running to get inside and get these good seats that are right on the 16th hole and this and that. And it just, it's just odd. Now, of course, after I made this note, um, they ended up like, they're like changing the alcohol. They're letting less people in. So it's almost a moot point. I was like, I was like, is golf somehow getting, and excuse the term, is golf somehow getting gentrified? Like, are like bros gentrifying other bros? Are certain party-ish bros pushing out calmer bros? Is the game of golf gentrifying itself? But it appears it won't be because they've already said they're changing everything around there to not have this party atmosphere be as raucous. So, open and closed, humans. There's my gavel. Open and closed. <clears throat> Something else I want to talk about. We tell you what, I'm gonna say this. We have a few more things to go here because I got I got stuff, baby. But the week after the Super Bowl is a is a is a crunchy week. We got a lot of stuff to get in here. I don't know if crunchy was the right word there. We got a lot of stuff to get in here, and it doesn't help. Then we have another whole topic that it's fish of fillet of fish season. So we're going to push these listener line submissions back a week. For those of you that made them and you're like, geez, dude, these were weeks ago. Well, hang in there. I've acknowledged, I've acknowledged at least that you're not being ignored. So hang in there. We're going to, we're, we're going to get you there. We're going to get you there. He was, <laughs> you know, I like, you know, I like Yeti. No, I hate myself for liking Yeti, but you know I like Yeti. And you know that the official Lighthouse Keeper mug here at the Sydney Hall Show is a Yeti mug. They make a wonderful product. It works well. Sometimes I just am like, am I too broy for having it? But fuck it. It works well, and it's the best. And we only use the best here at the Sydney Hall Show. But I do have a bone to pick with them. Because yesterday I opened my email, and I unsubscribed my whole thing. For some reason, the second I got back to New York on, like, December 31st, I was just like, I'm going to unsubscribe from every single thing. I used to just delete, 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 delete all day long and not care about unsubscribing. I've been unsubscribing left and right. But I chose not to unsubscribe from the Yeti marketing emails. And I almost wish I had. Yesterday, I got one from them that said, the groundhog says it's spring. We say it's soft cooler season. <laughs> you know what I say? You're a day late, a dollar short. <laughs> Excuse me, I got that email on the 13th. I got that email on February 13th. Groundhog Day is the second. You idiots. As someone who keeps up with Groundhog Day, and humans forgive me, we didn't even talk about it this year. We didn't talk about Staten Island Chuck and Punxsutawney Phil and the way that we in the way that we, we have in years past. But keep the groundhog's name, the quote Will Smith, keep the groundhog's name out of your mouth. I mean, dude, the free, you're, you're more than a day late, a dollar short. That was 12 days ago. Like, what idiot... Works there and was like, we should do this thing and tie it into the groundhog. Shut up. When, when are they going to talk about Valentine's Day? In April? Unreal. Unreal. I still like their gear. I still like their gear. I have a hat. <laughs> We're going to keep having it here at the pod. Because it works great and it's cool and it is the best. But come on, guys. 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 Come on. Come on. So humans, Rod Stewart has sold his publishing. Or the rights to his publishing, or however however you say that, however it works. But not long ago, not long ago, 
I heard Paul Simon say that on the podcast or in an interview. And then it was like a week or two later, I heard the sound of silence in a commercial. And I was like, wow, that didn't freaking take long. Again, to quote Bill Murray in Ghostbusters 2, bummer. I mean, I just... Should we go ahead and you know here's here's a little contest here's a little game this is just for this is just for us this is just for fun okay if Rod Stewart music if he's if he's selling his publishing I'm assuming his stuff's not really in ads now I don't I can't think of one but I, that's the next logical step right someone else buys it has no integrity and then they use it in commercials so what's <laughs> Who's gonna Who's gonna get Maggie May? Wake up, Maggie! I think I got something to say to you. Or steal my daddy's cue and make her a living out of playing pool. Favorite line in that song, dude. Favorite line in that song. Or steal my daddy's cue and make a living out of playing pool. Where, who gets it? Who's going to ruin it? For some reason, I want to say Chevy or Ford. I mean, he's not American, but still, still, they'll show some old, they'll show some like, you know, eight millimeter film and, and shows her some memories of like, you know, hanging out on some old beat up Chevrolet truck <laughs> now is this an original thought or am i just thinking back to that offensive uh dementia alzheimer's chevy ad that, that already played it's christmas time <clears throat> humans do you have an idea of what the first television ad that we'll see that has maggie may in it will be listener line at sydneyhollishow.com record into the voice memo app on your smartphone and then hit the share button and share it with listener line at sydneyhollishow.com the morning sun, when it's in your eyes, really shows your age. Radamon. We'll see. Humans, thank you for listening. We didn't get to the listener line. We will. We will. And uh, let's just uh, let's keep doing it. Let me know what you're up to over President's Day weekend. You know? One of these, one of these winter, winter Monday holidays. Great. Now, I don't know about everywhere, but if you live in New York City, this is a great brunch weekend because you can brunch twice, thrice, you know. But you can hit that, you can hit that Sunday brunch hard because you got Monday off, you know. It's, it's another party night. Anyway, humans, it's. <laughs> It's been wonderful to break bread with you here in the hideaway. Peace and love. Peace and love.